Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Michelle Pace. She goes by Michelle the Medium. She's one of my friends. Michelle, you've been here a couple times. Welcome to your third time here on my show. Hey, what's up? I know. We're pretty good friends. And you and I talk sometimes and we're like comparing notes on things. And I'm like, listen, I know you're a paranormal investigator. So tell me what's been going on because that's something you have a passion for you and your husband. So tell me more about that. Yeah. So I'm so excited that I and fortunate that I get to have a husband who likes to do this with me because I don't think I would be able to do stuff as much as I do without having somebody with me like him. But yeah, so the past couple of weeks over summertime, we've been able to investigate two new places, one in New York with the Shanley Hotel and one here in Tampa that I had no clue was here. And it was at the USS American Victory down in Tampa. Oh, wow. So like when you go, are you invited or how does that work? I'm sure you're getting pretty well known, I think, for your ability. So is that something you're invited to or you just go as a tourist and kind of figure it out? How do you how does that work? Totally tourist. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yep. So I'm very surprised because guys, she's pretty well known for her paranormal investigating. She's been doing it a while. So Okay, so you go to these places, the Shanley Hotel. I've interviewed Stephanie, who also works there, and she loves to collect the dolls, the haunted dolls. So tell me what happened at the Shanley Hotel. Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> so the Shanley Hotel was probably the most active or pretty close to the most active place that I've been to so far. Oh, my gosh, really? Um, compared to the Sowell Weed House in Savannah, Georgia. Very different vibes, but the activity was pretty much on par. Mm -hmm. The only difference with the Shanley is we were able to investigate for a longer period of time. So I'm sure if we were able to stay at the one in Savannah, we might have gotten a lot more activity. But with the Shanley, we were actually able to stay overnight, which is kind of a first for me. (laughs) Do you think that those haunted dolls have anything to do with it being as haunted as it is? Or is it just the history of the hotel? What do you think? I think it's it's a lot to do with the history of the hotel. Obviously, if you're bringing in haunted things, it's going to make it even more haunted. (laughs) But the building and history itself has enough I think to play in it so okay so like when you go to these places do you ever get scared because I know sometimes you deal with entities that aren't the most pleasant so I mean and you're okay with that so tell me more about that at the Shanley I encountered like one or two that were not so friendly but they mostly stayed away from me for whatever reasons Um, but I just encountered more of the ghosts and spirits throughout the hotel um, we didn't get to explore too much. So the, the hotel is in, uh, it's got the ground level, first floor. They have the third level, which is not really finished. Okay. And the third level, in my opinion, is where a lot of the activity can happen. A lot more of the more denser energy. We didn't get to explore that one too much. So we mostly stayed, I guess, on the second and first floor. And then the basement, we didn't get to go into as it was under construction. But let's say that's not a lack of places to visit, um, to explore, because they did have the bordello and the seance room. You could explore all of the third room. 
even where they met up just to have like talks and rest, you were still getting things in there. Mm. So there were plenty of things to explore throughout this hotel. What do you mean by denser entities? Are you talking something that's still a human spirit or is it something else? What is that? Well, I didn't have a chance to explore what that something else oh, was, okay. <laughs> that denser energy, because, again, they stayed pretty much away from me. But mm. the one that I did feel was, to me, not human. But oh, the other okay. one could have been. I just didn't get to really explore that. It also was getting like into the wee hours. So my energy also might have been a little bit different, you know, getting tired and trying to tap in for that long It might have been like, just, oh, I just can't sense them because I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, are you talking maybe more of an elemental? What kind of things do you think are? Because, I mean, do you believe in demons or do you think it's something else? What do you think it is? It's a little bit of a mixed bag. Um, For me, sometimes the ones that I've encountered, I feel like they were at one time human. And that emotions and things over time sitting in that low energy can basically make you something else from what I've seen and experienced. Sometimes I do have the belief of other things coming from other dimensions or realms. Mm. So some things may be able to come here depending on situations that are not exactly human. So, yeah. And you know, that's the thing. I mean, I think sometimes when spirit or human spirits pass and maybe that trauma stays behind and that trauma, do you think that trauma of someone's original spirit is kind of a a break from their, like a fragment of their human existence. And then that kind of gains a conscious. Absolutely. Um, That's what I've experienced at least. And, and everybody says, you know, well, you know, is is it a certain amount of trauma or is it only certain traumas? And and honestly, it could be whatever. It really depends on the person. So, you know, people talk to me about like, Two suicides go right over and and I say, you know, most of the time, yeah, they actually really do. But there are yeah. some that because of their feelings, they they do kind of stay behind. But again, that could be just a fraction of that where the rest leave. So exactly. And that's the thing. I, I know other people that do your work that maybe don't work with the darker entities don't necessarily see that or even agree that they could fragment off of someone's soul and become their own sentient being. But I kind of wonder if there's, I think it's right. I, I, for some reason that rings true to me. And I just think we all kind of create our own reality and maybe they just don't experience it. So they don't think it's real. And I totally understand that too. Do you understand what I mean? Oh, completely. Yeah. Cause there's some stuff like, you know, I believe in angels and stuff, but my energy is not up there with them. So I don't work with them a lot. I don't experience a lot Um, where I have other medium friends who work with angels like all the time and they experience that energy. But that's just, I think where we're all uniquely made. Yeah. I totally believe that because there are some uh, mediums I talk to, and I've talked to so many, as you know, that say, Oh, well, spirits don't get stuck, but I do think they get stuck in their own trauma. I really do. Right, right. But that's, again, that's to to each their own. Just maybe they haven't experienced it. Or maybe it really is a belief system. And, you know, that's fine, too. I just know that what I'm built for, and that's what I do. Yeah, because uh, to my listeners, Michelle kind of specializes in more of the darker side of some of these spirits that are 
for lack of a better word, lurking around. And not all of them, I think, are necessarily doing bad things. I say that. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, They may just keep to themselves on like that third floor or that basement level of Shanley Hotel and just don't mess with me. I won't mess with you kind of thing. But it does make you go. Yeah. So but are there like elementals, you know, around like these kinds of places that kind of surround and you have to protect? Is that kind of happening too? Um, not every haunted location I have been to. When I go to the Sawar Weed House a couple times, yes, those I do like to have that. The Shanley, I could definitely see in certain locations in the Shanley that you need to do that. Other places are actually, I feel pretty okay to just, you know, you don't need to be as like ramped up protection. Right. Like when we went to the American Victory, yeah. not really much going on there, but a bunch of sailors still. So there's at least from what we've got to explore, I wasn't really sensing into anything really, really scary. It was just a bunch of, you know, ghosts still hanging around right, right. there. Now, do you help them cross over, Michelle, or do you do it if they want to? Or do they just kind of hang around until they decide to go into the light or whatever you want to call it? All of the above. (laughs) So I'm there if they want me to. I sometimes will just leave them, especially if they're just harmless. Uh, They don't want to go. Sometimes, you know, you need to go and cleanse out a space. But most of the time when I do go to haunted locations, I leave them alone. Unless they really, really want to go or there's a cause for them to go. Right. But most of the time I just I just leave it. Yeah, just go about my business seeing if we can actually capture anything that we can present to the world that, hey, yeah, life after death still exists, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you think some of them are just really afraid to go because of maybe what they've done or maybe how they feel about the other side because they've been here for so long? What do you think about that? Again, that's that's a mixed one because some of them are afraid to go. Some of them are a lot afraid to be judged. Mm. Some feel a lot of regret, guilt of maybe what they did. And then there's still others that just feel like they have to continue to work. Gotcha. Do you like tell them you don't have to be afraid? You're your worst judger. You know what I mean? God's not there to, to yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> He's not there to drag I, you to hell. There is no hell. Do you you tell them all those things, right? Right. Yeah, because I was just like, you know, if they only knew, you know, sometimes people are these you know, these souls, they're just so, you know, indoctrinated in their own belief system. And I understand that, you know, I mean, I think we all are to a point. But after a while, you're just like, listen, guys, it's okay. You know? <laughs> right, right. No, but exactly understand that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now I also know you have done some psychic detective work in the past. Now, I don't know if you're still doing some of that for maybe families. I know you did at one point, um, not necessarily for the police, but I don't know how that all worked. Tell me more about that. So for right now, I took a break mm-hmm. when my I had a death in the family. Mm-hmm. So I took a break from that. Now that my schedule has opened up more, I am starting to try to get back to it and work on little cases here and there. But it is definitely not as prominent as, say, my mediumship or paranormal work at the moment. Right, right. Well, and that makes sense. But do you get hits and you're like, why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like you get these psychic hits. Do you, do you? I just go with it. I'm yeah. like, okay. For example, we are researching or talking with a spirit about trying to find his body. Mm. And I literally drew a map oh, wow. of one of his favorite spots that oh, really? he is known to be at. Oh my God. And you don't, you don't know this guy. So you're finding. Absolutely not. The oh only thing gosh. I've seen is his picture and a name and that's it. Mm. 
And then we go in and psychically, mediumistically, we go in and say, hey, what's going on? What happened? And so with him, we were discussing where he was at because the feeling we were getting was that this was a suicide, unfortunately. But uh, we were just trying to find his body. Oh, wow. And uh, so we, it's been about a year trying to get the money resources to be able to actually do it. Yeah. So that is where we are at with him. (laughs) Well, you know, and also like kind of switching gears on you. So sometimes like on social media, you will go live and you'll do readings. Tell me how that works because you don't know any of these people. So do you just gather all the energy and whoever comes in the most, the strongest kind of wins? How does that work? So you got to think of it as like when I open up my gate, uh, people kind of line up. Spirits will line up and they will start giving me information about what I like, what they look like. Uh, what they sound like, um, hobbies, memories, and I just start to kind of narrow it down. Mm. Sometimes I will see somebody's profile picture and a name. Of course, you know, on TikTok, they're all, or even just social media, they're all different and they're not actually the name of the person, but I just click onto the name or the profile Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, this is who it's for. And then we'll start going into a little bit more specific detail to make sure that this clicks with them. Right. And the work you do with these people, because, you know, you're doing it for free and you may stay with someone 10 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, just depending on how long you want to stay with them. The amount of work you're doing and the amount of help you're giving these people, I have to commend you because I see you on these lives and I'm just like blown away at them going, oh my God, how do you know this? Because this is just energy, right? Like you're getting this from their vibration and their energy. Is that right? That's what I'm doing. I'm just opening up and I'm like, hey, spirit, just just whoever needs to hear it. And I let them match it up. And, and, you know, like, for example, I was on a live last night and I I had a pushy spirit come in and I had to be like, listen, you got to back it up and let me finish with one before I get to you. Or I told him you're going to have to go back to the end of the line. And exactly. um, <laughs> he ended up listening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And guys, I have lawn guys here. So if you're hearing some background uh, sounds, that's just because my lawn guys are here. I've got lawn guys right outside my window. <laughs> what can you do, right? I know. You know, hey, listen, it's real life. But no, so when you have so many people, because you've got like 500 people on your lives. And I would think that it's kind of hard to differentiate, you know, between one or the other. So yeah, you have to tell them chill out. Let's find out who this description of this man I'm seeing in my head is or woman or whatever. And then you narrow it down and then you can talk to them and tell them what you're feeling. Right. See, that's amazing to me that you have that kind of ability because, you know, as you know, and and my listeners know, I can now talk to my mom and now my deceased dad, I can actually communicate with them. And that wasn't easy to do, but I had to trust myself. So you really have, there's a lot of trust going in here, right? Oh, yeah. There's, well, you got to build up your trust with your guides to know what you're doing, as well as the spirits, as well as within yourself that everything's going to go the way it needs to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, are you ever kind of scared? Does anything happen that where you're, where you're like, okay, I, I can't deal with this particular spirit. This is either someone angry or it's just someone not great, or maybe it's somebody attached to somebody. Yeah. Not on live. No. Not on live. Okay. Not on live. I'm pretty good about setting my intentions about what I want to happen in the right. lives. Okay. As well as, you know, the spirits know if they do get pushy, I'm like, okay, back it up a little bit. Yeah. And I will definitely look them know like hey we don't need to be as pushy we will get our chance um my guides are really good about making sure to help that situation as well 
Now, have you always had disability, Michelle, or did it kind of come after you had a child? Sometimes that happens then, or what happened with you? No, so this was about when I was 30. Oh, okay. uh, So to be 2016. Um, I had occurrences on and off my whole life, but not as prominent as some others I've seen. Just little bits and pieces there. But um, in 2016 is when it really started ramping up. And then after my youngest had her first birthday, then that exploded after yeah. that. Oh, that wow. was in actually 2020. So, And do you think it was because you kind of had to live a little bit of a life to kind of get to the point where you understood how this all worked? What's interesting is talking with my guides in particular, what I've heard is that we have to live certain things to get us to certain points. Yeah. So maybe I had to live a certain life to be able to have experiences for mediumship. Right. Maybe others did not, but at least in my case, that was what happened. Exactly. Now, can you pick up on past lives? Can you pick up on like who their guides are if you're doing a reading? Those kinds of things. Tell me what you can do for those. So I am absolutely loving my spirit guide mediumship readings right now. Oh, yeah. um, I have a combination reading okay. where we do guides for about half an hour and then we do mediumship for half an hour oh, okay. and every single time at least the last let's say six eight months when guides have been coming in they have been coming in also with their past lives and how they are connected together with the person i'm reading now it's not all the time but a good like 95 percent of the time they are all connected. Um, wow. The other like 5% usually come in saying, I'm just assigned to work with you. Oh, wow. Okay. This is what we chose. But then majority of the time, you're going to get guides who come in with past lives and whatnot. You know, I've heard people say, or, or other mediums, like you say, usually you have some that stay with you your entire life, but some come and go for whatever season you're in, in your life. That's what you're saying, right? Absolutely. I had one of my students tell me that her guide, her joy guide, was not the first guide she'd had. The guide actually told her this is probably like her third or fourth joy guide oh, wow. because of situations in her life. Wow. Okay. Now I have, I'm switching gears again because I wanted to ask you, because I've asked other mediums about this and I'm not sure about this, but you know, like when people have really bad accidents and they can't remember, they come out with different personalities, walk-ins. Do you believe in them? And I think you probably do. But let me ask you this. Do you think walk-ins can be a part of the higher self, just another fragment, or is it something entirely different? I think it's both. Oh, I okay. heard from my guides right now, both. I okay. think it can be both. It can be a fragment of our higher self coming in, okay. but it can also be other guides coming in to help or other souls in to help at that moment. Wow. Because that to me, it's just like, I've seen people do videos and they're like, I had this accident and I'm like, I don't, I don't belong here. I don't feel like this is my family anymore. I don't recognize the situation. And I'm just like, what? You know, you would think, well, wouldn't you want to continue on with this? Like, let's say it's a near death or whatever. And the other soul has decided, okay, I'm tapped out. You know, I'm, my bandwidth is done. I mean, you know who's saying what exactly happens? Do you know? From what I gather, yeah, it's very similar to people who have having traumatics in their life mm -hmm. uh, to having walk-in spirits. Right, um, right. But I, I can't get too much into it because I haven't explored it, unfortunately. Yeah, no, but I, I, I agree because, you know, there's not a whole lot known about it. But, you know, these people that have had sometimes near-death experiences or, you know, just really bad head injuries or just, you know, whatever. And they come back and they're just totally different. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But when you went to the ship, let's go back to the paranormal investigating. When you went to the ship and it was mostly sailors, are they there just because they love the ship too? Maybe it's not a dramatic thing? Right. So some of them were saying we still have to work. Others were telling me that they wanted to go back out to sea. Mm. The ship is in working order. And this was a ship built towards the end of World War II. Okay. Um, it is not a super warship. It's a cargo ship. Okay. Um, so if it had to be used to transport goods, it would be good today. But a lot of them were funny enough speaking about being docked, uh, and they didn't want to be docked. They actually yeah. wanted to be out at sea. Oh, really? Well, another thing is, too, and I don't know what the ratio of this is. You know, I think some spirits are maybe stuck. But do you encounter mostly spirits that just kind of come and go and just visit because they love the place? They can. Um, you know, spirits who even are in the light as you want to call it, can come back and visit places that they still love, yeah. just like our loved ones can. Spirits or, or ghosts I've seen don't typically leave where they like to be. I've had this one instance way back in the beginning of like 2020 where I went to visit. It might have actually been 2019. Mm. I had visited uh, the May Stringer house here in Florida. And the little girl loved me so much, she visited Aww. my house and I had to send her back to the May Stringer oh, house. I was going to ask you about people that follow you too. That was my next question. Right. Oh. And I don't have typically people who follow me home because I put in a pretty much, you are not welcome to follow me. You must stay here. Right. So I haven't really had a lot of those instances where people follow me home right. because I put in a very good and stern warning and attention that they cannot. Yeah. But that, that time that I was visiting that house, she's really cute. She's like three years old. Aww. So I don't know if she was just not listening to the rules or something, yeah. or I did not put them down firm enough for her, but she had visited me a few times just wanting me to come back. And I said, I cannot, but you need to go back. Wow. Now, how do you see these spirits, Michelle? Do you see them in your mind's eye? Do you physically see them? Is it both? It's a little bit of both. Most majority of the time it is in my mind's eye, but I will see the black shadows um, very quickly that will pass. The other thing is when the little girl came to visit me, she actually came through as a white mist. Mm. So that's why I tell people that, you know, not all white mist or black mist are bad things. Right. Um, they can be both just spirits visiting or loved ones visiting or even guides as I've seen guides as black shadows moving oh, quickly. Really? Yeah. So it, it could be both. I always tell people, would you see that in that moment? What are you feeling uh, besides the scaredness of like seeing something out of the corner of your eye? Yeah, yeah. And most of the time people will come and say, I was thinking of a family member at that moment. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, like that little girl, I mean, was she stuck? Was she confused? Or what do you think she was doing there? Uh, she likes it there. Okay. Does she like being three at all times? Because I know when they go back to the light, they're usually just the spirit that they were before. And that's not necessarily a three-year-old child, right? Right. So from what I remember, because it's, it's been a while since I've been there. Okay. She died at three from an illness. Okay. And I think she just stays that way because that's all she knows. Mm. 
I haven't really talked with her about why she hasn't gone. I just know that she really likes it there. So that's where she stays right now. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, this alien disclosure stuff, I think you and I both believe that there's more than just uh, us in this whole galaxy or universe. So tell me what you think. Do you encounter like an alien kind of entity or vibration ever? Tell me more about that. So for my experience, no, but do I believe they are there? Yes, okay. <laughs> but because my energy does not work with them as often. Right. No. I have no. had actually some of my students have really? the alien guide where I think two of them have described them as gray men or oh, gray okay. aliens yeah. um, and they're not bad, but they are, you know, they are their guides. But I myself, I do have a, what I call higher being, because I don't like the word alien, okay. but they call themselves higher beings and he is one, mm. but I only work with him on occasion. Right. And I have to say, I appreciate the fact that you say, I don't work with them or I don't see them, but I do believe they're there. And it's kind of nice to see that you've got that more open box about certain things, because I just think almost anything's possible at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, some people, like I'm really good at talking to my parents, right? Okay, that's probably the extent of my mediumship is just talking to my parents. And that's kind of fun in itself. And maybe able to do a few things with my friends. But, you know, and I guess if I wanted to expand it, I could if I wanted to. I don't want to do that for a living. And I don't know if I would be good at it anyway. But because this found you at such kind of a later time in your life, were you ever like, I don't know if I like this, this isn't comfortable? Or were you like, no, 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 I'm so glad this happened. Thank goodness it happened. I love this. Tell me how you felt about it. No, there were some times in my mediumship that I'm like, really? Um, (laughs) This is what I'm doing? And am I doing it? Or am I making it up and stuff? But the more that I've done it, the more that I I can't say that it doesn't exist or happen and that this is what I meant for. So, okay. So you obviously believe in the other side. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, Well, a life review is the first thing that Uh comes to my mind. (laughs) Um, I definitely feel like the tunnel of white light is seen. We see our guides, we see our families, Mm -hmm. we could see ancestors, we see our life review. That is what I feel like. And I do feel like some people also go through more of a healing stage Mm -hmm. from traumas here on earth, depending on, you know, it could range on whatever traumas they need to heal from, or they go over and they're perfectly fine and can continue on doing what they want to do. Yeah. And they can come down and visit us or they can do whatever they want up there. I think my mom kind of gave me the feeling that, you know, she and my stepfather used to love sailing on their little sailboat. And she says, yeah, we go out and sail all the time, even up there together. Right. I have this one spirit come through and said that he's still building his house on the other side. But that's what he liked to do, like to build things. And he built his house here. So he's building it on the other side. My family member who recently passed does talk to me a lot. And he likes to go golfing and fishing quite often. So I love that. Do you think that some of them can come back and say, I want to know what it feels like to be a tree for a day. And they just kind of hang out inside a tree. I mean, seriously, can they do those kinds of things too? I say anything's possible. I know. I mean, I can't, I myself can't, can say that I can't put a limit on what spirit 
can or cannot do. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Because from what my mom, she said, we can do anything. It's, it's amazing what we can do. And then there's those people that love just building a house, right? But she said, you can do and go and be anything you want. Like I could just from in the blink of an eye, go across the universe and back. And like, they know everything, like every question is answered. They know it all. It's like when I talk to the near death experiencers and they say, I was floating above my body and I knew exactly why that doctor was a doctor. I knew how many kids he had. I knew his hopes, his dreams, his wants, his needs. I knew everything in that instant, you know? Right. That's amazing to me. I mean, that just blows me away. And then I'm thinking, well, if you can do everything and do anything up there, why would you want to come here in this little 3D meat sack and be in hell, you know? <laughs> I can uh, understand that question all day and it's so hard to get people the answer because sometimes I don't even know but I always reference the movie soul where you know you can experience it but the the emotions the emotions are what I think we come back for to feel because I feel up there yeah we're all up in high vibe but we don't know what it's like to feel to really you know do certain things right and I think we need the contrast I think it's bliss up there and I think we're gonna obviously learn the most and experience the most in a physical world where you can hug each other, where you can have emotions and be happy and angry and sad and and blissful and all the things and decide what kind of life you want, which is also a whole other thing, you know, because what if you come into this life handicap or what if you come into this life, you know, knowing you're going to die of cancer? I mean, you know, it's just, we're here to experience it. And I think when you understand how it works, you're not as much of a victim as maybe you would think if, well, where was God when that happened? Right. So tell me how people can get a hold of you if they want a reading, all the things you specialize in. So I have a website up. I just revamped it and I've got a really good feedback on everything so far, um, which makes me happy, but it's michellepacemedium.com. Simple as that. And they can look at my services, my reviews, mentorships, because I do offer that as well. I am currently working on a paranormal page to list all my paranormal locations that we've been to that maybe hopefully we have upcoming as well. Yeah, I know you and I've talked about some of the scarier places you've been. So guys, check out some of the other interviews I've done with Michelle. She's been been there and done that, let me tell you. So... (laughs) You're fascinating. So Michelle, thank you so much for being on my show. I'll put everything on the show notes and you've been a delight. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me back. (laughs) Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.